0: You are listening to You Heard It Here Second, episode seventeen. The podcast is produced every Monday night and airs every Tuesday morning. More information can be found on our website, DerekandSteve.com.
1: Ben Higgins is a pancake. <laughs> Without
0: anything on Without, it. Without no syrup.
1: Just a it's, pancake with no syrup.
0: Derek and Steve present. He was a gracious loser um, in his post-fight. He was a gracious loser because so.
1: he said, "I'm. I am a gracious loser." <laughs> I don't despise Andrew Luck. I don't think he's awful. I think he's um, terrible. He's I, I sent. You, I sent. He said the official dress code is: if you think you look hot, wear it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he says, "You know what? Okay." God, I'll for, God forbid if your son's unhappy about If That's the case. This, that is the
0: worst world. parenting I can ever imagine. You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 17. I'm Derek. This is Steve. Steve, how's it going?
1: How's it going? Back to an old standby. Back
0: to an old classic.
1: I think I've been asked, How's it going before? Yeah, either you way, have. things are going good. Um, right. Actually, going well. Things are going well. 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 Nothing S- really well. goes good. Nothing yeah. goes good. Um, yeah, but things, things are good. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Things are good. We've had a change of plans for podcasts this week. We were going, we were going to have, um, Peter Wark, an Mm -hmm. FSU legend and, um, former NFL wide receiver receiver on the, in the air, but something came up so he couldn't do the interview tonight. Um, so instead we've actually got two experimental experiments, uh, segments for you and they're hilarious. I think, well, I hope so. I hope so. They're funny.
0: So, we'll get to that in the first quarter. So, just quickly, I'll give you what's coming up the rest of the episode. Uh, second quarter is another uh, first time segment, which is uh, what we kind of pitched to you guys on social media this week, but we didn't talk about it last week on the podcast because we hadn't even really conceived the idea yet. So uh, second quarter is our new Snapchat quarter. Uh, So we'll get to that. Uh, Third quarter will be trivia and fourth quarter will be sports. So standard second half of the show today. Mm -hmm. Uh, But first, I will let you explain what we're
1: doing in the first quarter as an experiment here uh, with our phones. So this is a first time uh, segment on You Heard It Here Second. We will be, I have already found a few uh, potential suckers um, cruising Craigslist uh, for hilarious items that we will pretend to want to buy, um, and we will call them on air tonight or this morning, whenever you're listening, and try to barter with them and ask them weird questions about things that I want or things that we might want on Craigslist. So obviously, first thing I pick up, um, there's a hole puncher for two bucks. in has to be picked up near Central Square or at MIT. <laughs> and now, okay. it, I responded, there was no phone number on this one, so I sent him an email saying, Hole puncher, I'm interested, which he immediately <laughs> responded saying, hi, you can reach me either by email or you can call me on my mo- mobile phone, and here's the number, and so I'm going to call him right now and see if I can get this hole puncher.
0: All right, let's go for the hole puncher.
1: All right, I'm going to dial it. Here it goes. Hello? Hi, is this Daniel? Yes, this is me. Daniel, this is Steven. Ah, uh, uh, hi Steven. I'm calling about you the You're calling. Yeah, I'm calling about yeah, the whole, for the whole pon- concert. Yes. Okay. Sure. Uh, so it's $2, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, is there any flexibility like is or is 2 a hard ah. number?
2: Um, well, let's say um depends. So, I think the the important thing is mainly that you come and pick it up. Let's see.
1: Okay. So, so that's I mean, all. That's yeah. all that matters.
2: It's, it's mainly what matters. So yeah. Mo- I mean, money is mo- a whole. It's a, in the end, is a whole puncher. Right? It is a hole puncher. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and actually, yeah. so I'm a I'm a teacher, so I'm am using school money, so I have to ask you a few questions to justify it. Um, does okay. it? How many holes does it punch?
2: Two. Two. I think. Yeah, it punches two or no? Whoa! Like, uh, let, let me double check.
1: Yeah, can you check for me?
2: have <laughs> uh, it's here. So it's actually um, ah no, it can. So I think it's actually a good one, as you saw in the picture. So I think um, depending on how you set it up, it can punch two or three.
1: Three or, is what. Three yeah. is
2: what I need. I need. Yeah. So because because you can do it like. Um, uh, European style for a four paper. No, you I don't can do American style for three. I and, on, only do.
1: Yeah. I only do American style. European style is not what we want.
2: All um, right. Yeah, but,
1: but it does have European style hole punching, just in case. Yeah,
2: if yeah, if you could. So this basically, you just have to. Um, it has three things. You can um place them um in different positions. The outer two, and okay. the inner one. You can put it to either put a hole or you can put it to neutral and it will not make a hole
1: okay um and have, you've used the hole puncher before correct
2: yes okay so you know
1: it I have used it. okay great uh, what type of stuff have you hole punched because i i mean i'm um, su- is it more than just paper uh
2: no just paper just paper i don't know if it would punch other things so actually um you cannot even punch too many pay like uh, too thick of pile paper it will uh, not punch it gotcha. because uh, yeah, the the hole is kind of small where you can slide in the, the paper
1: got it okay um well daniel thank you so much um what color is it
2: um gray, gray. silver silver gray silver a bit
1: gray. of black okay um that stinks sorry i was looking for a red one um but if if you're willing to go to maybe a dollar or 50 cents I, I might be able to call
2: you back is that okay Okay. Yeah, that would be fine. Fifty cents you think. Yeah, I mean great? if you if you use it, I mean if you say you use it for the school, yeah. um if you take it you can even have it for free. You just have to what? come and
1: Daniel, you're the sure. man. All right, well let me let me see if I can get it approved and I'll come by and pick up your hole puncher.
2: Okay, sure.
1: Alright, thanks so much man. Okay. All right, don't, thanks
2: for it call. Uh,
1: and don't can you not punch anything while um I get approval because I don't want it to be used. Is that okay?
2: Ah, okay. Well, I I I did use it before. Okay,
1: uh, that's that's fine. I just won't tell anyone at the school. But if you do use uh-huh, it, I'm gonna okay. have I'm gonna have to tell them that ah. you use the hole puncher. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, I will not punch anything anymore. All right.
1: <laughs> okay, good. I appreciate it, Daniel. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: What a guy! Wow, Daniel.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so full disclosure, we did. Turn off the (laughs) podcast for about um, three to five minutes. Died laughing. And had to stop because we were laughing. Um, But we're back. Uh, Hopefully that was funny. I think it was
0: funny. I I laughed pretty hard at that. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah, so that's a new segment we might try. And that was spur of the moment. That was was decided
0: just recently when we couldn't get Peter Warwick on today. Yeah,
1: so I think maybe we can do some some better topics. That will be
0: recurring. Um, Also, full disclosure for you guys, um, we... We're planning to each do one of these. Uh, So Steve uh, had read me on the air, actually, a bunch of choices uh, to choose from. for Craigslist postings. Uh, I picked to call uh, for an exercise video called Buns of Steel. Yes. Uh, And I called the person in Brookline who had that for sale. But unfortunately, the audio got all messed up on that, and we weren't able to use it. Uh, and we called a few others and didn't get answers. Needless so, to in say, the interest of time,
1: Derek will not have buns. of steel. I will
0: steel. not have buns of steel this week, at least. Buns uh, of maybe pud- next
1: week. Buns of pudding.
0: <laughs> Pancake buns. So no, no more buns of Jello. Jello. Jello buns. So, J-Lo. J-Lo, J-Lo buns. Um, <laughs> so that uh, would be great. But we'll do, we'll follow up with that next week, and uh, for sure, and do some more of those segments because those are very funny. And I think that was one of the. Uh, funniest
1: laughs I've had in a while. So, All right. Uh,
0: so the $2 hole puncher. Steve will be going to pick that up, and uh, we can punch some holes for you guys if you for need For free. It. If, actually, if
1: anyone actually, we should get Doug. Doug probably needs a hole puncher.
0: Doug definitely needs a hole puncher, for yeah. sure. A, for the robot. A, a, a gray silver one. Yes. Um, okay, so that brings us to the end of the first quarter. Uh, fun little segment there. So now we go to the second quarter, which is uh, the new segment that we have. Uh, for you, which we were pitching to you on social media, which is the Snapchat segment. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a new idea. We didn't talk about it last week on the podcast at all. Um, but we did talk about it uh, to those of you you know, offline and also by posting on Snapchat and adding all of you guys. So we'll start with that. We have a Snapchat account now. We do. The username is Derek and Steve. Uh, it'll show up as You Heard It Here Second on your phone, which is cool. Yep. Uh, and so you'll just see the story. It'll come up. It'll say You Heard It Here Second, and you can watch it. Um, so the purpose of this is that each week we will have a question of the week, kind of like we did those polls a while ago yeah. in the beginning. But the polls were kind of just like, go vote, and then we you know, we can read, read how many people voted. But it's not that exciting.
1: Yes, not interactive. Not at
0: interactive at all, really. So... Uh, Snapchat we're going to have a question of the week uh, We'll post it as our Snapchat story But also listen to the podcast so you can hear the question of the week Yes. Uh, and we will give you the question of the week After the segment um, But basically ask the question of the week And you can all send us back your snap responses To that question Now here's the key distinction You got to take a snap video Yeah. You peop- can't just send us a picture
1: So we got a, a decent amount of responses um, For a pretty spur of the moment segment um, But a lot of people sent picture videos or, or typed it out And did not send videos um, and that's just cause we weren't clear enough, but this yeah. time around we're only playing the videos, um, ours are at the end mm-hmm. and, uh, we're not going to read the ones that were sent to us that were not videos, but in the future send them via video um, and we'll comb yep. through them and, and put the best ones on the air. Yeah, and they're actually pretty, sure. th- these ones are pretty they're funny. I think. They're pretty
0: good. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, for those of you who didn't, uh, get on Snapchat and see it, the question this week was if you could punch one historical person in the face, alive or dead, alive or dead with no consequences, uh, who would it be and why? So you got a 10-second Snap video to be able to give us your answers to that. So without further ado, here were all of the responses that came in uh, via Snap video for our first Snapchat segment.
2: I can punch any historical figure in the face. I'll go back to 1795 and knock out the founder of Bellenhand for having such a shit layout in his bar.
0: How about I deliver a historically powerful punch straight to Claude Julian's ugly mug? How about that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Hey guys, since BC football's historic season this year, I'm going to punch Steve Adazio in the face right before he tries to run it with 10 seconds left in a 3 nothing game against Wake Forest. You guys didn't specify if it was dead or alive, so I'm going to go ahead and say Donald Trump. I didn't realize that you guys had also included a why and because he's
2: made a mockery of the presidential election. My cat, because he sucks. Easily, Alex Trebek. No doubt, no debate in my mind. He is so smug, he acts like he knows everything, and he's just reading those stupid note cards the whole time.
0: I would punch LeBron James right in the face because he could use a new hairline and because he's a loser. And I know he wouldn't fight back, he would just cry to my
1: friends and make one of them call a foul on me. I would punch Hitler because he sucks, but also because you can make the joke when you punched him, you could say, wow, he did not see that coming. Boom.
0: So there you have our first Snapchat segment of the podcast. I think it went pretty well.
1: I think those are good. Um, yeah, I, like like we said, that's experimental. We didn't get a ton the first round enough to, to fill the, the gaps, but now that we're talking about it on the podcast, um, and people actually understand what to do, I think this could be, end up being a good segment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, Definitely go to Snapchat and add Derek and Steve. Like we said, we tried to add almost everybody that Steve or I has in our Snapchat friends. So um, so I think a lot of you should have gotten added. Uh, but either way, the question of this week is going to be, if you could choose one superpower, what superpower would you choose and why would you choose it? That's our question of the week. So send us a Snapchat at Derek and Steve uh, with a video answer of 10 seconds and be able to uh answer that question and you can get on the air just like the ones you just heard there so yeah so there, you go.
1: there I think there is a correct answer to this question. <laughs> I already know what I would like to say. Don't um, say it. I won't Don't say it obviously. It. But your what superpower would you choose and why? Right. Um and be creative, be funny, yeah. be stupid. Um do whatever you want.
0: And it doesn't, and, and we talked about this off the air, it doesn't have to be the quote unquote best superpower. It has to be which one you would choose. What will, what will be the most entertaining for your life or, or what would you want to experiment with or anything like that. So,
1: Or just a funny superpower. Or you, just a
0: funny one, yeah. doesn't Or, have to be or the best. super weakness. Well, you don't yeah. care. Anything. A super anything. A super anything. <laughs> there you go. But preferably
1: um, superpower and why. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's next week's question. Snapchat us at uh, Derek and Steve,
0: preferably earlier in the week, and and we'll put them all together just we, like we did that one. We won't listen to them. Yep,
1: in, until the day of. Yeah, and that's then, yeah, that's the other thing. Um, yeah. but we'll repost the question on the Snapchat story probably mm-hmm. tonight and then Saturday or, yeah, or we'll Sunday. or Yeah, we'll give you a, yep. a last reminder of
0: it. And uh, and you know you're gonna send us a Snapchat and it just just so you know it won't be open. So don't think that we're ignoring it or anything. We're not gonna open them until we go to record the podcast uh on monday nights which is what we do so uh, we'll record them then they record into the computer and we plan back for you just like that so uh there you have the second quarter which is uh the snapchat uh segment and we hope to continue that one that should be a good way for fans to interact uh on the podcast so with that we move into the third quarter which is another round of trivia
1: trivia this one's hard it is uh, well. This is pretty tough i, I think it's tough I think it's tough too, but I think for some people, it's going to be the easiest one we've had, um, depending on the type of person that's true that's listening to that's it. That's possible. Yeah. Okay. So, are we ready to start? Yeah, let's go. I'll go first. So, the first question. Um, this person was born on July 31st, 1965. They are 50 years old. Um, in 2007, Forbes ranked this person as the 48th most powerful celebrity. 2007,
0: most 48th Most Powerful Celebrity, 50 years old, July 31st, 1965. Clue number two, she has only ever once resorted to a disguise in order to go out without being recognized, and that was to buy her wedding dress in 2001 when she married Dr. Neil Murray, a doctor with whom she now has a son of age 12 and a daughter of age 10.
1: Mm-hmm. So, son and daughter, married in 2001, um, doesn't usually wear a disguise, Only once Okay In 2004 Forbes named her The second richest female entertainer And the 1062nd richest person in the world Um, She's gone by a few names One is Joe Or Joanne um, And she's also gone by the name of Robert Galbraith So Very rich entertainer Gone by a few different names Joe, Joanne, or Robert Galbraith Robert Galbraith Interesting Final clue, she was the first writer
0: to ever become a billionaire.
1: So you should probably have it. um, As a hint, she was born in England, um, and she wrote a popular book, book, (laughs) a lot of them, (laughs) called uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Um, So if you've ever heard of Harry Potter, the answer to this question is J.K. Rowling. Um, That was a pretty tough one. So I guarantee I so. there's someone who gets it on the first one because I did hear when I was looking at these facts that she made Harry Potter's birthday July 31st because it was her birthday. There you go. So, so if Harry Potter you, fans if, might know if you that caught, If you caught July 31st in your head right away and said, that's Harry Potter's birthday, this is J.K. Rowling, then you're a genius, also kind of a nerd, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Fair. Um, so that's, that's it. Trivia. Um, let us know text me send us info or let us know when you got it um, we always like to hear some people always text me which clue they got it on and yeah. it's, it's nice to hear that. People or you can
0: snapchat us now if you want yeah if you want but either way if, you, th- sna- if you snapchat us a picture we're going to open it correct so and th- not read the it. videos we're going to wait and record them uh the pic if you snapchat us a picture about something else if you want to give feedback that way go for it we'll go open it. it so uh there you go the trivia uh jk rowling there so Uh, With that, we move to the fourth quarter, which will be sports, and uh, we don't have an overloaded amount of sports here, but we have some. uh, As we, uh, full disclosure, have the national championship game on in front of us, we Mm -hmm. did not wait for it to be over uh, before recording, so... So this will
1: uh, absolutely be you heard it here second. This will be you heard it here second. We are not giving any (laughs) insight into the completion of the game. We can analyze the first half... If you, but which we probably won't do. Which, which we won't do.
0: We didn't yeah. pay attention that much the first half. So uh, anyway, the national championship between North Carolina and Villanova, how did we get here? Villanova did not choke this year. Which we, is great. We waited throughout the entire tournament for Villanova to choke, and they did not. They crush Oklahoma by uh, 44 points, Insanity. I think. Insanity. Unbelievable.
1: I could not believe that what I was watching. It was embarrassing. I yeah. was embarrassed. Um, and kind of... I don't know how it's supposed to make me feel. Am I supposed to because I'm a I'm a person who has a very not strong opinion but at least a minority opinion about like oh the best teams always win um it always comes down to the same but this was I mean this was weird
0: yeah Villanova looks like the best team I mean I mean they did against Oklahoma I going into the game I said this last week in the podcast and all throughout the tournament I thought Oklahoma was the best team I thought they looked like the best team Through the games that they played, and they very, very clearly were not the best team on the floor against Villanova. They weren't. They were Um, barely a team on the floor. They they were, yeah. Buddy Heald went one for eight shooting threes. He had no help, and he just he wasn't able to do what he's been doing in the past. And and even if he did, I mean, if Buddy Heald had one of his vintage games, they would have lost by twenty points. I, I mean, they they were just they they got their doors blown off, and so I don't know what to think of it. I think. You have to give credit to Villanova. They finally come through, and they and they break the trend of what they've had for so long, which is that they're going to crumble at some point. Um, Do you I think th- it's I, tonight? I don't think so. You know, they look pretty good. I think it's a close game here at halftime. Right. We'll be proven wrong or not by the end of this. But We
1: uh, should probably not be talk- spending a lot of time on this. <laughs> I agree. But, um, thoughts on
0: March Madness overall, March Madness since it's general, it's ending tonight?
1: I-, I thought it kind of it did the standard thing where it gets everyone real excited. A lot of big upsets. Big teams go down. A few low-ranked teams make it pretty far. And then at the end, it's just two powerhouse teams playing against each other. Um, I think it's good. Two, I, I like um, Villanova making it. That's a decent story. Syracuse getting as far as they did. Made some people happy. Some people really mad. Um, and then UNC's back in it, which is standard. But... Um yeah, it's a good game. We're not going to analyze it because everyone's already seen it and they know the outcome. Yeah, no no <laughs>
0: no reason to analyze the game itself. I think, you know, Except uh, I'm going to
1: analyze Clark Kellogg's pocket <laughs> square. It's gross. <laughs> um
0: March Madness is uh I it, it definitely obviously the first two rounds were very very exciting. Lots of upsets. Um I I think even though we have a 1 and 2 facing each other in this these are not two teams that people expected to go to the championship game. I don't think. I think UNC had a decent amount of of support. You know, I bet just you know a fair amount of brackets had UNC going to the Final Four certainly, and maybe to the national championship game. I, I want to say very few had Villanova going that far, even though they're a two seed. So in that regard, there is a little bit of intrigue there. Um, you know, the very best teams going into the tournament did lose. I, I mean, the very the, who was considered the, the the big dogs to win. Yeah, Kansas went down michigan state went down very early obviously oklahoma got blown out as we said so i think that is a good sign as far as the parity of the of the tournament put up against the women's tournament this year where uconn is just rolling through everyone i think we talked about that last week Mm -hmm. so you know even though it's a one and a two seed um i do think that it's two of the lower probability teams out of those ones and twos that people would have expected to go um so I, i think i think it was a good tournament you know i Unfortunately for me I tend to lose interest a little bit when a my bracket goes completely busted uh and b when when you get down to these the you know you, you take a few days off you don't have the every hour there's a new game and everything like that I think the first two rounds are really exciting yeah. for me I tend to lose a little bit of interest as it goes forward but overall the games have still been pretty good final four obviously was not uh two blowouts but either way I think the tournament was good overall nothing crazy this year for me as far as you know, changing my opinion of it or
1: anything like that. Yeah. Same. I mean, I love it. It's a, it's a gambling event for most people. And once gambling's out of it, it's just a basketball game. Like not, I, I think the casual fan doesn't really, if you're not a fan of UNC or Villanova, you're not like dying to see a team win right. here. Right.
0: Yeah. So there you go. There's the uh, March Madness. Good year of March Madness, and we'll do it again next year, of course, because we'll always come back and do it. And it's a fun gambling game, so why not Why not get involved? Why not do it? So uh, next topic, MLB opening day was yesterday, technically. Today, most of the games were supposed to happen. Uh, I haven't looked at really much of what's gone on in the majors today. Uh, I know there was games starting earlier, but what I do know and I've heard a lot about is that uh, this year in particular, and it seems like it gets worse and worse every year, opening day, we're still having snow in a lot of parts of the country. It's gross. Um, Boston, obviously, around five inches today of snow. uh, Miserable. Clearing off cars at the end of the day in April is not what you're accustomed to. Uh, In Cleveland, where the Red Sox were playing, they had a little bit of snow and very, very cold temperatures. They got postponed. So it be, it begs the question: Does the MLB need to do something about this? Whether it's moving the start of the season later or making all the first games in the year down south, or
1: combat global warming? <laughs> that, that that's would work what the as MLB well. should do. Um, <laughs> no, they don't need to do anything about it. Um, they just, you know, it, it's just part of the the whole thing. Like if you baseball, if you try to change anything with baseball, they go they start to Someone go nuts. Mad at you. Yeah, and they start to like all the traditionalists start to like panic, and then they they. Take their stand and die on the hill, and they'll never like things go backwards if you try to change it, right? Um, so I don't think that'll ever happen, but um, it is interesting that the weather's changing and games are getting snowed yeah. out. I mean, opening day, you think baseball, like hot dogs, like sunny day, like take a kid to the ballpark. And I'm looking at the Rays play the Red Sox in April 20th, and I'm looking at the weather, I'm like, <laughs> will I have to wear a ski jacket, yeah, to this game? Um, and I, and I don't want to, I, I don't, it. I don't want to go to – I don't need to suffer through – I love baseball, trust me, but baseball is probably one of the wor- the worser sports to watch. In freezing cold. In Not just freezing cold, in person. Uh, <laughs> it's tough to watch in person, but especially if it's freezing cold and you're not comfortable. So um, I, I don't really know how we can argue for against this. I, the MLB will not change, so that's like a moot point. Um, yeah,
0: I also think that uh, this season it's – it's bad timing. Um, th- this isn't the first time this has happened. I mean, I can remember opening days when the Red Sox were playing on the road. That I and I watched them. They were in, you know, facing the Rays or facing, you know, somebody else down south, and the game was fine. But there was very, very cold rain or snow here. You know, it's not a new thing that there'd be bad weather in April. Is it
1: possible um, to change the schedule so that opening day series? or at least the first few like Northern teams have to travel? Certainly,
0: I think it should be possible. If, I mean, you'd have to look at the breakdown of the league, but now that they do these interleague play series, everybody plays everyone for at least a series. Um, I think that it, sure, it certainly should be possible. Um, I know the Royals and the Mets are playing each other in the first series, and that's an interleague series to open up the season. So I think there's enough Southern teams with good climates that you could – you could do it for one series, but is three days going to make the difference as far as the weather goes? I mean, I, I, who knows if it's going to be snowing on Sunday in Boston. Yeah. It's like it's not that big of a difference. I think ultimately it's just something you have to live with. Um, there's obviously going to be people that, and I might consider myself one of them, who would say that the MLB season should be shorter. Um, Agreed. We could talk about format of the MLB all day, but when you play 162 games and then you play a one-game wild card, I've always disagreed with that. I've even disagreed with the five-game series. I mean, you know, By playing a 162-game season, you're saying that you need a huge sample size to decide who the best team is. To then have a one-game series and a five-game series yeah. seems very counterintuitive. So,
1: But now we're changing arguments Shorten here. that?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, that would fit in with, with you know shortening it, because the end of the season is also bad weather. I mean, it could snow in October easily in Boston, and yeah. a World Series game could get snowed out. One of these years, it could happen.
1: I'm just saying, it's not snowing or raining at Tampa Bay in the trop. <laughs> It's That's a true. gross stadium, but they always play baseball. <laughs> they do, they do. That's true.
0: All right, so, so there you go. Oh, MLB Opening Day, baseball's back.
1: Next topic: The Celtics snap the Warriors' fifty-four game home win streak, um, which is very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, but the Warriors are still chasing seventy-three wins um, and need to go four and one to break the record. Derek, two questions: One, do they break the record? And two, are the Celtics the best team in the NBA?
0: Well. One, I'll start with two. Of course, the Celtics are the best team in the NBA. Because um, no, they beat I, the best team in the NBA. They did, and so the transitive property works there, and they're the best team in the league, and they're better than the 95-96 Bulls. Um, no, I, I think the uh, jokes aside, the very impressive win for the Celtics, it gives them a lot of confidence, I think. Just just knowing that you can beat a team like that, then going back up against the Eastern Conference teams should give you you know all the confidence in the world to be able to try to compete with those teams in the playoffs. But for the Warriors, I think, personally, I think they do get the record, Um the Warriors tend to be one of those teams I feel like that gets their loss out of the way almost, and they're going to go rolling again. Mm. The other reason I believe it is that they faced the Spurs twice, and that sounds like it would be difficult, but we've talked before about how Greg Popovich does not care about what the Warriors are doing. And I think he'll arrest his players against the Warriors, to be honest, because he can't catch them in the standings, and he does not want to go out there and tire out Tim Duncan to try to prevent – some record that the Warriors are going for. He literally could not care less he about that.
1: Less. He actually wants them to break the record, so he no one does. pays attention he probably to the does. Spurs. He
0: probably does. And so, for that reason, I think that the Spurs rest their guys. Definitely in Golden State, I think they rest their guys. At home, they might rest them, so maybe the Warriors lose that game. But even if they lose that game in San Antonio, you're depending on either the Grizzlies to beat them once or Minnesota to beat
1: them in Here, their next here's game. Here's the thing, though. So. I think Greg Popovich also knows that his team is smart enough to know that this is basically... playoff game this is the definition of the team you need to beat in your conference line them up at home put your starters in and say this is what it's going to be like play your butts off this game and then probably sit them at golden state or I mean yeah
0: I I could see them going hard in one of those games I I just can't see them going hard both games because they're more than likely going to face each other in a seven game series in a couple in a month or or a month and a half so I can't imagine him for two games that, again, if, it would be different, I think, if they could catch them in the standings. I, I haven't confirmed, but I don't believe they can catch them in the standings. I think they're about four or five games behind, so Golden State's not going to lose that many games. Um, so I think I can't see Popovich going for it. I think he might go for one statement win. I can't see him going for two. And and for that reason, I I just can't see Memphis or Minnesota beating uh, Golden State either, so especially so soon after a loss to the Celtics. So, yeah. personally, I think they do break the record. What do you think?
1: I think they break the record. Um, I think the Celtics are surprisingly the best team to watch in the mm-hmm. NBA. They're th- they're the most fun. Um, they play the hardest. They play real basketball. They don't play Warriors basketball mm-hmm. or Spurs. I mean, Spurs play real basketball. Spurs too. play real basketball. But um, Warriors play don't play real basketball. The Cavs don't play real basketball. The Thunder certainly don't play real basketball. Um, but they're still winning games, so it's fun right. to watch teams yeah. that without the star power to be able to compete. without star power passing, good actual basketball mm-hmm. plays, spreading it out. You know, I think out. They, they had three guys have twenty points. I think, yeah. So um, that's exciting. So I, I am yeah. kind of
0: rooting for the Celtics. Yeah. One one thing I do want to point out about that game that uh, could have easily been overlooked and how good of an overall game it was. The third quarter of that game was one of the most remarkable quarters I've ever watched um the the in the first half isaiah thomas scored zero points on 0 for 7 from the field then he changed his shoes he changed his shoes in the second half and and dropped 22 points steph curry only scored six points in the first half and he didn't have a a bucket until the very last play of the first quarter um but in the third quarter steph curry went six for six from beyond the arc with ridiculous steph curry-esque shots uh dropped 21 points in the third quarter alone six for six and somehow the Celtics extended their lead in the third quarter, despite that quarter from Steph Curry. Isaiah Thomas had eighteen points in that quarter. You know, Kelly Olynyk was burying threes. It was just it was an unbelievable quarter to watch. After the lackluster first half when the Warriors got held by the Celtics defense to forty three points, the third quarter was thirty seven thirty six Celtics. Just phenomenal quarter to watch. Wow. Um, so yeah, that game was instant classic. Obviously becomes more of a classic because of the magnitude of the result as opposed to if the Warriors had extended the streak with that game. Um, but either way, I, I agree with you. They're, the Celtics are a fun team to watch, and they, they definitely do it differently than these other teams do. I mean, you watch the Warriors play, and sometimes you just, as a Celtics fan watching that game, you just shake your head, and it's like, what what is this? I mean, they just pull up from 35 feet, and, and Steph hits it every time. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane. Um, it's just but, see
1: who can... See who can get space. That's it. Yeah. There's, I mean, every once in a while they make a flashy play, but most of the time it's just pass the ball around, juke around, yeah. until you can get a tiny bit of space, then shoot. Yeah, and
0: I, in fairness to them, they're changing the blueprint in the NBA. I mean, yeah. in the NBA now, you're going to need all five of your guys to be able to shoot the ball if you're going to compete. I mean, the Celtics in that game, actually, they made Draymond Green beat them. That was kind of their strategy. They they tried to eliminate Steph and Clay on the perimeter. In the first two possessions of the game, Draymond hit threes, and it looked like this could have been a nightmare for the Celtics. Yeah but yeah, when you face teams like that it's so tough cuz every every single guy on the floor can shoot except for probably Bogut. So,
1: all right. So, this obviously brings the question um Pippen uh of the Bulls team that everyone compares the Warriors to that the the record they're chasing. Uh Scottie Pippen said that the Bulls would sweep the Warriors. Um they would win four games and he would hold Steph to under 20 points per game in the series. <laughs> uh what are your thoughts Whoa. on that and is he right? What are my thoughts? I like the answer. I like his statement. I love the
0: answer. Um, I think that's what you have to answer. And I think we talked about this a little bit. What are you going to say? You're going to First of all, you're not going to say you'd lose. There's no. That's not an option. You don't say that you're going to lose to the Warriors. So, yeah, you could say it would be a seven-game series, six-game series. But at, at that point, what's what's the point of that? Why don't you just embrace yeah. the fact that you're the best team that's ever lived until, you, until someone proves otherwise. Maybe the Warriors will break that record and win a title. But unless they do both you can't really make the case, right? I mean, if the Warriors do break the regular season record, but they don't win the title, I don't think you can make the case they're the best team over the Bulls. Because we've seen it in other sports. We've seen the Patriots go undefeated and lose in the Super Bowl. Not anybody claims that's the best NFL team of all time. Yeah. So if the Warriors were to lose in the finals this year, they can't claim they're the best team over the Bulls. So until they're beaten, I'm all for Pippen. Having said that, I don't think he's right. I think he's so right. (laughs) I So I... I don't think that the Warriors would beat the Bulls. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I don't think the Bulls would sweep the Warriors, and I definitely do not think that he would hold Steph Curry under twenty points a game. The because is, I, as as good as last thought, as good as people, the great defenders in the NBA have thought they have been. I mean, just watching that game the other night, the Celtics as a team were swarming Steph Curry, and, and you, you still can't stop him. I mean, so, I mean he can shoot from
1: anywhere. Here's the difference. The only thing, and I don't, this is not, I, I've heard this argument tons of times, so I'm not groundbreaking at all, but the NBA was a different game oh, yeah. when they were playing. It, they would, Scotty Pippen would probably punch Steph Curry <laughs> in the face and get a foul, and, like, that would be his first foul. Like, that's about it. And then he'd punch him in the face again, Steph Curry would go to the line, until, like, it, it was just a fight. Um. So, that's the only thing that I can see, is that the Warriors are a small team. They're... Like, Draymond Green's their big man, and he's yeah. kind of like a, a swing man. Yeah, he's um, really a three. I yeah. mean, he's better suited as a three, to ma- so, matchups-wise. And so, that's the argument, I think. And I like to subscribe to that argument. I like the physical basketball play to, to win, which is why I picked UNC in this game. I think they're bigger, and, and Villanova is kind of a more shooty, flashy team. Um, but, that being said, we're probably witnessing one of the greatest teams of all time, and one of the greatest players of all time, one of the greatest shooters of all time. Like, you can you can body someone up but if he's going to hit from half court yeah he's going to do what it can you do? so yeah. i don't think they win in four games but i like backing the bulls <laughs> yeah
0: and again i do too until it, the warriors need to finish this thing you you can't anoint the warriors yet i mean they have they haven't done the job that they're you know going for here to be the best team ever that's that's a pretty high that's a big task to be to get that title so um i i think that and i also think um another factor here like you you just mentioned that as far as you know how physical the game was back then i think a big factor who'd win that series is which area you're actually playing the game in whether as far as the officiating and everything goes yeah. the you, you made the joke of him punching steph curry in the face w- with some of the aggression that would have been shown i mean the over under is how many games scotty pippen would have gotten ejected from uh, like in today's nba i mean, I mean oh every you, yeah if he you if say they play, a bad word you get a technical foul in the nba today yeah so um so that's another big factor too and i think certainly in today's day and age playing with in a game today with today's refs and everything else i think the warriors have a huge advantage in that scenario because of how the game has changed but last thought on that is that i also don't think it's necessarily fair to fault them for that because they're playing in the, M- in the only nba that they can play in right now so yeah it, they're, so, they're, so they're doing they have adjusted to the way the nba has adjusted and there's there's no fault in them the playing argu- the style that they do.
1: I, I don't want to compare it to this, but the argument is similar to like the gino Arena UConn argument. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm winning every game. Right. I'm beat like, uh, sorry, I'm beating everyone by fifty points. Right. I, I, that's my job. That's what I come out here and do. I don't make the rules. I just play the game. Right, um, and that's what the Warriors are doing. They're just beating everyone that's put in front of them. Kind of similar right. to like, and the NCAA. Um, Football, like they're giving putting all this weight into into who they've beaten, and they're just like, listen, we go out and we beat everyone we play. Right. Um, where I think in the older NBA, it was much more who you play and the style you play. Yeah. Right. Now it's just they're beating everybody. So. Right.
0: So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if they can do it. The the uh, Warriors have the path to do it, but they also, like we said, despite breaking the wins record, if they do it, there's there's a lot more to be done there to be able to get that kind five, of anointment as being five the Five games ever. left. Five games. And they
1: can spare a loss. They can. They Which can lose huge. one.
0: but they fit, Yeah, because they face San Antonio twice. That's a huge task if they had to run yep. the table from here on out. And also, you know, to close the book on that Celtics game really highlights the magnitude of that Celtics game when it comes to the record. I mean, you can't see the Warriors losing two games the rest of the way. And even if they did, that would tie the record had they been able to beat the Celtics. So virtu- they would be a virtual lock to at least tie the Bulls' record. Yeah um if they had won that game. So big upset and obviously has huge impact uh, you know on that record chase. I think 538 said that the the Warriors chances dropped from like 81% to 50 or something from win to loss. So yeah. uh huge huge impact there. So either way, we'll see what happens, but I like Pippen's answer either way. Love so. love me some Scotty. Any more sports you want to talk about? No more sports. No more. That's it. That's so, all the sports I can handle today. Sports out. So we'll move to the final drive where you can go First, first, I'll go first. Go first.
1: Um, this is a stupid one, but I'm gonna <laughs> do it anyway. Baseball season's two games in. The Rays are bad. Um, they've lost two games, five to three, which I know is like five to three is not a bad score, but it's so indicative of. And, and I know no one on this podcast wants to hear about the Tampa Bay Rays, but I'm gonna do it anyway because it's my final drive. It's just the exact type of team they are. They will. They have overrated pitching. The pitchers will. That's what people say is so good about the Rays, that they oh, they have an unbelievable pitching staff, but they'll give up three to five runs a game and they can only score two to three runs a game. They can't they're not a powerful hit they're not a power hitting team. They just kind of win small ball games, and if your pitchers aren't all lights out, you're not gonna be that good. And we sacrifice defense for hitting, so I could see the Rays losing all one hundred and sixty something games. Um, by five, a score of five to three. <laughs> <laughs> Every single game, they don't win a game. Um, they win one game, probably three to five, and three to four,
0: and it'll be the day after you go to one at Fenway. They'll, exactly. they'll win the next day.
1: Um, another fun fact: I have never witnessed. This is sort of different, but I've never witnessed my sports team—Tempe Rays, Tempe Buccaneers, Tempe Lightning, or the Orlando Magic. I've seen twelve sporting events in Boston. Never seen a win. For Zero for twelve in watching my teams play in Boston, um, so I'm going to go to three games, April nineteenth, <laughs> twentieth, and twenty first, and they have to win. They will. There's no yeah. They or they could 20. lose five to three all three games, <laughs> which is what I am expecting. That's it. That's all I have to say.
0: So that's it. Five to three every game. Hopefully, break the trend for one of them. So my final drive is going to be about an app that we discovered uh, this week, and it's a uh, a music listening app. So it's uh, the the main features of this are going to be for your parties and for going to the gym and basically your normal music listening. This is nothing, you know, crazy, but the app is called Pyro. It's P-Y-R-O. And basically, it's it's got this technology that's from DJ making software. And it essentially is analyzing the song that, you know, the beat, the elements of the song uh, that you put in there. And it's got a cool interface. You can drag things around and everything like that. And basically, it's going to detect when it should transition the song from the song you're playing to the next song. And as I listen to it, we've got some very, very impressive transitions going in this app. So go download it and just put your playlist in. It hooks up with Spotify or iTunes. And it's great for, you know, being at parties or being at the gym or anything like that. You want to have a constant music flow without any stops in between. Very, very seamless transitions. Impressive. One genre to the next. Whatever you're doing. So that's the new app of the week. Go try it out and let me know what you think of it.
1: Uh, I can vouch. It's it's pretty cool. It's
0: pretty cool. So it was a decent performance when I showed you. There's some great performances earlier in the day. So so try it out. You got to give it a little bit of time. So that's it.
1: Well, that's it for episode 17. 17. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Send us your snaps. That's big. Um, Yeah. Give us any feedback. Absolutely. Love it. See you next week. Episode
0: 18.
2: Later days.